Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? <clears throat> As I got something caught in my throat there. But this is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. We got a lot to get into. We're going to hear from Coach Ed Orgeron on the show tonight. We didn't play it last night. We had some guesting. The power was in and out. It was fuzzy. We had a lot to get into. We had a guest. So we are going to hear from Coach Ed Orgeron. What are some key takeaways that Coach Oak mentioned yesterday? We'll talk about that. We'll let you hear from him, the man uh, that runs the show for this LSU program. Uh, we'll get to that. LSU baseball preview. We will not be having a show tomorrow as LSU plays South Carolina tomorrow. Uh, we will be back probably either fr- uh, Friday or Saturday. So we'll be taking tomorrow night off. Uh, but we will preview there. Uh, we had some big news today. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. The one-time transfer rule looks like it's going to be passed and approved. We will touch on that. What does it mean for LSU? What does it mean for the SEC? What does it mean for the country? What does it mean for the, mean for the nation? Uh, can LSU go get a player that, uh, quite honestly, can play right now? Can they go get another corner? Could they go get another safety? Could they go get a quarterback? Could they go get a wide receiver? They don't need a quarterback. Could they go get a wide receiver? I'm just saying quarterback. 
And then we'll look into this, uh, some of the draft from some of the LSU guys as well as we get started. I do want to send this uh, to a lot of people, man. Uh, I've been overwhelmed a little um, by the support that we've had on Facebook with everybody sending us stars uh, via Facebook. It, it's been absolutely amazing, the support that you guys have shown me. I just want to say from the, uh, the bottom of my heart, I want, man, it, it's just amazing, man. It's just absolutely amazing that you guys, quite honestly, just support me the way that you do. And as we're building this, we're over the year uh, that we've launched the live shows. Uh, we'll continue uh, to do that. So I greatly appreciate everybody that sends us the stars on Facebook. And before we get started for everything, we do have a couple of announcements or one real big announcement. We will be doing an LSU postgame show after the spring game. So after the spring game, come hang out with us Saturday. We might have a little, uh, do a little day drinking after the game. What are some key takeaways? And we will be taking some phone calls after the spring game as well. All right, let's get a co- to a couple of the comments as we always do when we get started. Nick Gidry says, let's go. Ryan Gidry says, what's up, Blake? We are live. Let's go. Thank you, my friend. Kenny says, Blake, uh, Blake time is here. Yes, it is. It's AYS time. Danny says, let's go, Blake. What's up, Danny? Gino says, go tight, go LSU. Uh, Nick says, so where's the spring game, tailgame party at? Well, we know where the postgame party's going to be at. You guys are going to tune into AYS. We'll field in some phone calls only one at a time. So let me preface this. Last year taught me this the most. Guys, if I don't get to your phone call, it's okay. We'll try to get to you. We will take it as it comes. But I had so many people like threatening me because, Blake, you didn't answer my call. Well, we had another caller on the line. I'm only one man. Craig Schilling says, and we are live. Uh, Brian Viator says, let's go on this wet evening. Yes, indeed. Well, we'll get to more of these comments as we continue. But before we get started, guys, we got to pay some bills around this thing. And none better than our good friends over at GM Varno & Sons. GM Varno & Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With our highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over at Monster Bass. Guys, if you're excited about fishing and if you love fishing as much as i do i'm excited to talk to you about our new sponsor monster bass the premium subscription uh, fishing company that handpicks the best baits based on where you live there's no more guessing if you want to fish like the pros do go over to monsterbass.com they will send you the baits best to catch the biggest fish all you have to do is go over to their website at monsterbass.com and get those best baits for the best brand and for a limited time, well, I want to say limited time offer, but probably not because we'll continue to do this. But if you want the biggest catch ever, go put in the promo code AYS10 for your first box off of $10. It's AYS10 for your first box off. And then that, they, that way they will know your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. Okay, we'll do this as we normally do. Uh, let's see. Sends us Facebook stars. I was typing a comment and now I forgot. Um, we'll do the hashtag Ask Blake. So if you got some questions, we'll fire off. We'll have a conversation like we normally do up in here. So we'll do the hashtag Ask Blake and get to all of your comments as the show goes on. No guesting tonight. I saw someone ask about it. We're guesting tonight. No, no guesting. Hashtag. I gotta actually spell my name right first. 
gosh, I'm just struggling right now, man. I need I need like an assistant. I need like an assistant so I can do this stuff. Stephen says and we uh, Stephen says and we are live. I think that's just our new slogan. Outside of Rudy Poo, that's our new slogan. Let's see here. I saw a comment about number seven. Let's see. Uh, Jeremiah Phillips says, who gets number seven? You know, it's an interesting question. I'm not really sure. Um, you know, if Stingley wants it, I mean, I feel like he's the guy. You know, he's the big-time DB. He's the big-time corner. If he wants it, go give it to him. Uh, that's that's my first thought. Um I don't really know of anybody else that would be on that Stingley level right now. I mean, I think it's Stingley or no, unless he doesn't want it, unless he just wants the um, to keep 24. Um, let's see. Blaine Smith says, thoughts on the transfer portal ruling. Okay, let's go there because I see a couple of comments in here. Um, Jeff Wild says, college free agency. We've had a couple of other comments uh, in here as well. Look, there's there's a couple of things, and, and I might be in the minority on this, and the minority of the transfer rule and the transfer portal. I would assume that most of you are listening are in between the ages of 28 to 35 because normally that's our biggest crowd, right? 28, 35, and then right thereafter, 35 to 45 are our biggest crowds. That's where people of that age group listens to. So, we have, and I don't want to say we're more mature, but historically, <laughs> the world has shown us as we get older, we get a little bit smarter, maybe a little bit more mature. Um, I'm kind of okay with a one-time transfer rule, um, and here's why: because yes, did a couple of these did these freshmen go and were these freshmen able to do some stuff? Sure. Did some freshmen come in or some freshmen in the a new freshman in spring practice or they enrolled in their other school? Sure. But they weren't able to take official visits. And so we're penalizing an 18 year old kid historically of what this happens, 18, 19 year old kid who was unable to take an official visit to the university that he's going to spend and will honestly impact the rest of his life. I'm not so sure if I'm going to beat up on the transfer portal rule. The one-time transfer. Okay, this is a one-time thing that you can transfer without penalty. However, I know a couple of people think and and see and say that it's going to be just like uh, a college free agency. Well, quite honestly, what gives... And and look, I'm in the minority, so if you guys disagree with me, I, I really would love to take your feedback... And so put it in the comments. Love the feedback if you think that I'm wrong. But you're asking an 18-year-old kid, oh, hey, you made a commitment. Well, let's go on two things right there. Well, number one, the biggest argument is is that people say, well, you sign a four-year contract to play at the university. Actually, no, they don't. They sign a one-year deal to play at the university. Just one. Not two, not three, not four. One. With that being said, a lot of schools, this isn't just LSU. This is all across the nation. We've seen guys in recruiting get ousted because LSU or other schools think that they have a better recruit that they can come that can come into their program. So a guy that's normally committed to your school gets just tossed by the wayside because you think that you're getting a better recruit. So we're okay with LSU and these other programs saying, hey, kid, you know what? I know you've been committed to LSU for two years. Uh Uh-oh. 
Don't know what... Uh-oh, there we go. Don't know what happened there. Absolutely have no idea what happened. But we're back. We're good. We're good. Stay tuned with us. We're good. We're fine. Chill out. Chill out. With the bad weather, we've had some... Uh, we've had some light flickers on and off. Like the lights flicker. So every time the light flickers, with the bad weather that we still have outside, the power's going to flick on and off. I'm going to get to your comments. So I kind of forgot a little bit where I was at. Oh, so we're telling a kid that it's okay. You know what? The, you know, the school can tell you you can't come here and, and play. The school can kind of push you out. But God forbid if you didn't going to stay at the school that you're at currently. Guys, to be honest with you, and let's call a spade a spade. I understand that Joe Burrow was a grad transfer. I get that. 100%. I understand that Joe Burrow was a grad transfer. He transferred. He transferred. And... It's it's funny to me that we're putting on an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid to make a decision. Well, he didn't stick it out. Man, it's not your decision. Then LSU or any university should have done done their due diligence and been able to say, hey, kid, you can come to LSU. When honestly, they really couldn't. That's just my thought process. Again, again, if you disagree with that take, put it in the comment. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Craig Schilling says, and we are back. Dude, every time the, these lights flicker, I'm telling you, man, this weather has no remorse for AYS streaming. Like, come on, man. Stop lightning, you stupid son of a bitches. Excuse my language, but I am so tired of this damn weather, man. Like, brother trying to make a living up in this thing. We got people in here sending a, uh, stars to AYS, supporting the podcast, and their damn lights is flickering. <laughs> Craig, we might need to make a little uh, gif or, or a little video out of that one. Uh, Jeff says, it's good for the group, but future classes should not get it. Y yeah, maybe. But again, we're telling kids, we're telling kids that, hey, your decision has to be final. So, for an ex again, we've seen LSU kick kids to the curb that have been committed to their our program for a long time. Like, we've seen kids that committed as sophomores and juniors, and literally at the altar, LSU cuts them loose. Our school's no different now, but we're okay with that. You better, we better check ourselves at the door if we're okay with, hey, you know what, we could get Ismail Sopcher, even though he went to Alabama and now he's at USC. You know what, we could have gotten Ismail, I'm hypothetical now, we could have gotten Ismail Sopcher, but you know what, the kid from Louisiana that's been committed for three years, you know what, we got, we got to cut him loose because we don't have the numbers. Y'all are putting a lot on the 18, 19, 20-year-old kid now. College free agency for what? And, and, and I get people saying college free agency. Guys, if we're being honest, they're the reason LSU's making the damn money anyway. Again, I know that I'm in the minority on this. You made a commitment. You know what? Some people, not saying anything, some people make commitments to their wives and husbands and they go cheat on them. But we don't bash those people when it happens. But we'll bash an 18-year-old kid. You cheating sons of guns. Uh, Carl the Cat Dunn. Carl the Cat. What's happening, Carl the Cat? He says he loves his number 24, but it could change. Yeah, it could change. And look, uh, uh, Jamar Chase loved number one. I mean, he never officially 
wore number seven in the game, but he changed it. He changed it. Stephen Busby says either Stingley or Booty for to have number seven. I could agree with that. I could see uh I could see uh Booty wearing number seven. Rami sent some uh sent us some stars on Facebook. Man, we greatly appreciate that, brother. Every time y'all send us some stars, it helps build the podcast uh and the show. Uh Trent says Sting on Facebook Live, Stingley first, then we pass it to Gar- to Garrett number seven. Um I'm going to be a little honest. Garrett Nussmeyer hasn't done anything to, you know, and, and look, I don't know how much, I mean, I love the number seven and I like the tradition and number 18. I, I, I get all that. Kid ain't done nothing, man. The kid ain't done nothing. Jeff says Brennan has to get number 18. Well, you already have a number 18. They might give it to somebody else, but again, you guys know how I feel about Brennan and, and the things that he needs to do. Guys, again, I I mentioned this yesterday and I mentioned it Monday. There's nobody, nobody on the face of, maybe in the country, and I don't really, you know, buy in a lot to spring games, uh, and I don't even know why we're doing a post-game show, uh, but I don't really buy into it. But, man, he's got to have a big day Saturday. Like, he's got to have a huge day. We'll hear it from Coach O in just a second. Uh, Kenny sent us some stars. Kenny, we greatly appreciate that, brother. Greatly, greatly appreciate that. Uh, Trent said, shit, you can uh, get your education wherever you want. <laughs> you can. You can't play football everywhere, though. You can't play football everywhere. Uh, Steven Miller says, what's good, AYS? What's happening, brother? I missed some comments earlier when the f- lights flickered. Uh, Austin Thibodeau says, hashtag ask Blake, does, Wyatt, uh, does Hyatt transferring... Uh, have anything to do with the Illinois uh, transfer guard Adam Miller? Well, I don't know if it has anything to do because Adam, uh, Miller plays a guard and Hyatt is a forward. I don't really know if it's it has anything to do with that. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But no, I don't. I I don't think that. And what's you know about that? That's a little interesting to me. That's a little interesting to me. Mark says, "Let's all say a prayer for Corey uh, Gauthier, the LSU family, the body." Yeah, I mean, let's pray for Corey and everybody. I mean, that's just absolutely horrendous, man. Just god-awful. <sighs> you know, I just can't. Guys, I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine. I mean, my little dude's in there taking a bath with his mama. They're not taking a bath together. Let me rephrase that. You guys know what I mean, though. I mean, and I'm not trying to be cute or, you know, whatever. Uh, Nathaniel says, hashtag ask Blake, hello from Nashville. Listen to your show every morning on the podcast. What do you think? Uh, uh, who do you think transfers out of the QB room first? Do you think Brennan will end up being the starter? Um, my gut, for whatever reason, and I know that this is a let's talk about a take that's in the minority. A take that uh, a lot of people want to throw TJ Finley out there first about who's going to be in the portal. But let me tell you something. If Miles Brennan's not the starter, he's gone. Why would he stay here? And we're talking about give a kid number 18 that might not even be here. Um, Look, again, I've made this known about the quarterback room. I've made this known about what I think about Miles. I don't trust Miles Brennan right now. And... Regardless if Miles Brennan comes out there, and I know that if he does good, I'm going to get blistered, that's fine. I, I'll take it. I take, you know, people hit me up on Twitter all the time. 
Miles Brennan to date has shown you nothing. I oh, Blake Mississippi State, Blake Vanderbilt, Blake uh, uh, Missouri. That don't mean two Rudy Poos to me. You throwing for 400 yards on 57 dropbacks has does nothing for me when you lose. Nothing. Well, Blake, he threw for 400. So what? He threw two interceptions and went 0 for 10 on third down. And your point? You guys are going to, you're not going to like hearing this, but I want to keep it real with you because you come here for the real. TJ Finley's more accomplished than Miles Brennan right now. You don't like hearing that, but the facts are the facts. TJ Finley has technically more wins than Miles Brennan as a starter. He's thrown for more yards in consecutive starts than Miles Brennan as a starter. He's more accomplished. So I get, well, well, Blake, he's been here since the Obama administration. I don't care if he was here since the Reagan administration. I don't give two Rudy Poos. I am tired of everybody, whether it be Miles Brennan, whether it be Cardell Thomas, whether it be whoever it is, and whoever it will be in the future. Guys, we have to look what's on the field. And I'm not trying to poo-poo on Miles Brennan. I've stuck up for Miles Brennan. I think he's got a great arm. I think he's highly accurate. I think Cardell Thomas is a damn good run blocker, but needs to get, you know, put things all together. But this whole Miles Brennan deserves to be the starter, guys. He's got two freshman quarterbacks from last season that are more accomplished than he is in five seasons. And, and Nathaniel. This is not on you. I'm not, I'm not saying that about you. I'm just saying about the people who, who come up and say, Miles Brennan deserves to start. No, he don't. You don't, look, you don't deserve nothing. You got to work your ass off to start at LSU because this is big daddy football now. You went five and five, you, you know, you're not okay with that. And look, the kid was your starter last year and he didn't do too, you know, come on. Let's see. Rob Boudreaux says, yes, rain needs to stop. I have a side hustle uh, lawn maintenance or lawn service. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it does need to stop raining. Peggy says, instead of LSU turning recruits away, find a gray shirt option. Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys heard uh, Kevin Hagan last night, who's more connected uh, in reference to Alabama than probably any human being on the face of the planet right now. And that's not just blowing smoke up his ass. Uh, but there's literally... Take it for what I'm telling you. There's literally no one more connected <laughs> than Kevin Hagan. Um, yeah, they could, but, you know, again, that's the whole argument in reference to a kid transferring, right? Like, he, can tra- he can't transfer. He made a commitment, but the school ain't going to make a commitment, you know? Oh, well, if you do good, we'll make a commitment to you. Okay. Well, see how, see how much the school's going to commit to a kid when they're making some money. Uh, Gino says, if a kid can't play in your program, he can't go where he can play? Question mark. <laughs> it's kind of well put. Uh, Kenny Russell says, Booty, Devontae Lee, and Deion Smith look like they can be wide, our wide receiver starters. Yeah, they could. And look, Devontae Lee's had one hell of a camp. One hell of a camp. We are going to hear from Coach O. I see some of the comments on you. Uh, on, uh, about what we're going to hear from Coach O. Uh, you know a guy, and we'll, we'll play one clip very quickly. You know one guy that I think is really interesting that we hear Ed Wilson talk about that we have not heard him talk about all camp was Jacoby and Guillory, Tank Guillory. 
He's got a lot of defensive linemen ahead of him. He's got a lot of def- a lot of there's a lot of depth at that defensive line. But here's Ed Orgeron in reference to Tank Guillory. Uh, well, you know he's uh, Jacoby's lost weight. He's worked on his flexibility. He's done an outstanding job. Great young man. Uh, still has a ways to go, but done, made a, a lot of improvement this spring. And that is Coach Ed Orgeron in reference to Tank Guillory. Um, let's just do this very quickly as we hear from uh, from Coach Ed Orgeron. He would continue to go on, and he was asked a very specific question in reference to, because we're going to get into the wide receivers. And I want to make this point because Kenny just brought up a point about the wide receivers. And I, this is all going to tie together. Now, this is Coach Ed Orgeron talking about Dwight McGlothern, the corner. And I'm going to break this down of what he's trying to say, too. I'm impressed with Dwight. Dwight McLaughlin is really, you know, obviously. Uh, when it comes to- of course, it, it, it will freeze up on me with the flickering. Of course it will. But Coach Ed Orzron would talk about Dwight, uh, Dwight McLaughlin. If you did not hear it, it was him saying that he's really locked some corners down uh, in reference to it. Here it is. He showed more leadership this uh, spring. He's mature, and he's done a great job for us. He's, he's been shut down, especially in the red zone. It's hard to complete a ball on him. Uh, I'm impressed with Dwight McLaughlin. I think that the guy has done a tremendous job. Uh, he's tall. He's 6'2". He has tremendous skills. Can change direction. He's, he showed out a little bit this spring. And this is a part of what we talk about. And I see some people in here talking about the wide receivers and stuff like that. You do know, you do realize when he talks about Dwight McLaughlin, he's specifically talking about that he's locking those guys down. Look, Elias Ricks is out for the spring. We'll see. I mean, when, when a kid is hurt... Then that means someone's got to step up. Uh, let's see. Jamar Jenkins says, NCAA makes billions off these student-athletes. That's true. Edwin on Facebook Live says, Like you said, if the scholarship is one-year renewable, why shouldn't the athlete have the same option? The schools aren't making a four-year commitment. Why do we expect the athlete? Well, that's the point. That's the point. Guys, at Southeastern, I signed three of them. I mean, it wasn't a four-year deal. I signed three of them. I mean, the third year, I had... I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm not. I don't like getting into my own personal stuff in reference to that. But let me just tell you this: uh, college coaches, most of them, some of them, even when you get hurt, like moi, don't give two shits about you. The school and the university will put pressure on them to cut your ass, cut your ass, if you're not on that field. <laughs> Stephen Mill, I just got your text. The wetter down your lips. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why are you going to, people want to put everything on the student athlete or somebody else, but don't want to target LSU guys that sometimes we got to keep this thing real. Now we got to keep it real. Rob Sanders says, what's up, Rob? He says, coaches can leave. Kids can do it now as well. Greetings, uh, from FSR and uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Good to have you, bud. Uh, Jeff says it happens both ways. Jojo Earl kicked us. To the curb, they could always transfer now with no waiting period. Tampering will be even worse. Don't want to hog the messages. You're not hogging the messages. We love the messages. Our sponsors love the messages. Um, I want to be very careful about what I say about JoJo Earl in that situation. Um, he was never. He never signed a scholarship to LSU. Like. At what point are we going to stick up for the student athlete? <laughs> I mean, 
Guys, there's an article, and I'd have to go find it, that they said Joe Burrow's Instagram account when he was winning the Heisman Trophy was worth $150 million. He couldn't make a nickel off of it. And now, but it's okay for LSU in the, well, you should go, you should go get your degree. Degree, get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. I mean, I, I, hmm. yeah, so let me just put this comment up here. And if you're listening to us on the audio podcast, it's a bad word about somebody else. Kyle, why, man? Why, dude? Like that, you put stuff up here like that, you're getting deleted. Like the comments getting deleted. We're not going to have that on here, dude. Come on, bro. Come on. Uh, Adam says, I'd say Max more than TJ being accomplished. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can, eat, you can make that debate because he's 2-0. But let's not get this twisted. I'll have that debate with you, Adam. I think you're right. I mean, you could easily go Max for being a top 10 team on the road in his first start and then beating Ole Miss and then TJ and then Miles. Guys, the only win as a starter that Miles Brennan has against, is against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Like, you, you, some, uh, come on, man. I, again, I'm not trying to poo-poo on the kid, but this whole, he deserves, he deserves, he deserves. The, no. You know what he deserves? To go in there and work his ass off. That's what he deserves. <laughs> Gino says Hunter Renfro played shorter than Brennan. Look, Hunter Renfro was at Clemson when the Teddy Roosevelt administration started. That brother is so old. How old is he? His social security number is one. That dude's so old. How old is he? Damn, I wasn't quick-witted. I didn't come up with another one. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Mark, what's up, Mark? He says, Brennan starts max... Brand starts. Max plays a lot in the red zone and short yards. Therefore, I believe TJ transfers, just in my opinion. Look, he might. He might. But I just don't see that. I, I don't think that Miles. That nothing has convinced me that Miles should start. Like, Mark, I, I like you. I like you commenting on the show. I think that you make a lot of great points. Mark, tell me why did you believe that Miles should start? Like, give it to me. We'll put it up here. We'll debate it. You know what Wednesdays are about. Uh, Trent says Finley will transfer first. We'll see. We'll see. Tyler Cormier, what's up, Tyler? He says, hashtag ask Blake, do you feel Stingley should still return punts this year? No, I don't. I believe with all the talent we have with Trey Palmer uh, that Stingley should be nowhere near punt return. Yeah, I don't think that he should. And quite honestly, you got guys like Amari Goodwin. You have guys like Corey Connor. Can the, do you get those guys' touches? No, I wouldn't let Derek's. And look, Derek. I think his dad said it best. He needs to worry about playing DB. You're, we're not, we might not see him have another season like he did as a freshman, but we have seen him really struggle against elite, some elite receivers. Guys, quite honestly, I know that we talk about Jamar Chase a lot, and then please don't butcher me on this comparison because I think Jamar Chase is better than Devontae uh, Smith, but. A lot of people compare him, and the last time people saw Devontae Smith, or a lot of people, at least here locally, outside of the playoffs, is when Devontae Smith played against Derek Stingley and beat him multiple times over. 
You know, we had Ryan Leaf, former the number two overall pick uh, from the San Diego Chargers, Ryan Leaf, on the podcast about a month ago. And Ryan said the last time that he watched uh, – Alabama in the regular season on like sit down and watch him was to play LSU and he and he saw Stingley getting roasted. So from a national perspective, that's a national uh, thought process on Stingley. I mean guys, we can sometimes live in our bubble in, in reference to because we love LSU and we love the LSU, uh, the SEC and we watch a lot of the SEC games. But sometimes we also have to think from a national perspective of what these other people see. It doesn't matter what they see. And I sometimes, and I, I get all that. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is, is that Derek Stingley has a perception that he's not lived up to in a little bit. I think that's fair to say. And look, his dad said that. Dredd says, mark my words, Garrett's number seven before he leaves. He might, but we're, we're talking about next year, man. Ain't no way I give that guy number seven. Um, blah, 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 blah. Craig Schilling says, damn, Rain, killing Rob Boudreaux's hustle. <laughs> Give a brother a break. <laughs> Hi, Craig. It's crazy. All right, let's see. Let's get to a couple more comments up in here. Is this is going to be a comment-filled show? We talk about a lot of the things that you want to. Uh, David says, in Finley, five starts, 10.5 points per game. Brennan, three starts, 38.5 uh, points per game. Let's stop right there. Alabama, Auburn, the end of the story. TJ Finley starts. Arkansas, TJ Finley start. I don't have to go any further. Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Missouri were the three worst defenses in the SEC. The Alabama gave up 16.5 points per uh, points per game last, uh, last season. The number one team in the SEC defensively. Um, who else? Arkansas defensively was really stout. I mean, you're talking about, I'm just going, Mississippi State, Missouri, and Vandy. Literally, not just the three worst in the SEC along with LSU, but literally the three worst in the country. Vanderbilt was almost dead last in the in the SEC when it comes to defense. And we're talking about, oh, well, 38.5 points per game. And, and, and David, with all due respect, is not more accomplished in your opinion. He, he How? You're going to convince me that Miles Brennan's only start as a win is against Vanderbilt, and he's more accomplished than Max Johnson, regardless of the stats. Forget the stats. The stats aren't going to tell you what Max Johnson did against Florida, who was the SEC East champion, and against Ole Miss. At the end of the day, LSU goes by wins and losses, not 38.5 points per game. That does not tell me that he needs to deserve to start. And quite honestly, you're not throwing in injuries. Three games versus TJ's other games. I mean, the first game that TJ Finley played, they scored 52 points. Number one wide receivers opting out. Number one tight end opting out. You're going to put that on TJ? Are you going to put on, on TJ Terrace Marshall opting out and you're going to put on TJ Eric Gilbert to, uh, opting out and then he's got younger guys around him. So we're just supposed to throw TJ out to the wolves because he wasn't able to have a spring. He COVID-19 happened. Look, sometimes kids ha take a little bit more time to develop. Miles Brennan does not more accomplished than Max Johnson at LSU, period, point blank. End of discussion. It can't. It's not debatable. You know, I love you, David. But it's not debatable. 
Here's what I like about David, too. David will check my ass now. <laughs> uh, Stephen Miller says, one quarterback on campus for five years, and it's neck and neck with a true sophomore. Enough said. Hmm. It's a damn good point. It's a damn good point. Uh, let's get to the last comment that we'll hear from Ed Orgeron tonight. I, I think that this was really interesting, and then we'll talk about it right after he says it. So give it just a second. We're going to listen to Coach Ed Orgeron right here on the last part. First off, that's why we're going first offense versus first defense, second offense versus second defense. Now we're going to rotate some players. And we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it fundamentally. Uh, we're not going to do a lot of things to put on TV, and you know, obviously UCLA is going to be watching it, so we don't want to give up everything. But we do want to do enough things to let our players compete and have fun. That's Coach Ed Orgeron on what to expect Saturday. So I mean, and talking about Miles Brennan, I mean they're not going to do anything crazy. So. You better light it up, dog. Look, I'm telling you, I can change my mind. But what have we seen? You know, I remember Joe Burrow's 2019 spring game. He went like something so crazy, like what went like 15 of 29 with a touchdown and an interception. Clyde Edwards Laird fumbled a couple times, and that was the greatest offense of all time. So I'm not going to take too much from a spring game. What I will take, though, from is look, there better be some throws from Miles Brennan that I stand up out my chair and said, Oh, shit. It better happen. I'm telling you right now, bro. It better happen. Let's see. Blake Doucette says, Hashtag ask Blake, what do you think about Paul's comment on throwing the bullpen in game three this weekend against South Carolina? <laughs> I had this conversation with Stephen Miller today. Uh, he wasn't too happy about it. I'm not... I, look, and I'll tell you guys what I told Stephen. I'm okay with Fowler coming in uh, in that Sunday game. Look, this is what it tells me more than anything, that Paul Maneri has more faith, or, or I won't say more faith. How did I put it to Steven? I said something to the effect, and I know I have it in my head. I just need to articulate it. Um, it shows the lack of faith that Paul has in his bullpen when he throws Fowler out there for his first SEC experience. You know, Trent Ventmeyer, I believe, you know, I know that he hasn't given up any runs, but if I'm not mistaken, unless I'm going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, which has happened to me for, uh, before, I really do think that Ventmeyer gave up two runs, even though they weren't earned on him because runners were on base. So let's not act like he hasn't given up a hit and a couple of runs have scored. I, look, when Blake Money went out, you kind of knew what it was. They got to find another guy. The guy went out there and, and Fowler. The guy went out there and, and, and dealt in the midweek game. And when are you going to give him some experience? I mean, at some point, he's got to get it. What, you going to throw Mikel Hilliard out there? I mean, we I look, you won the series. I don't mind him doing it. But you guys know I hate the what-if game. But I think Paul was thinking, hey, man, let's give the kid a chance. We won the series. If it pays off, it pays off. So... Talk about me being the man. I'm just ripping it up with the minority stuff tonight in reference to me being in a minority on sports takes. Uh, TJ Landry, what's up, TJ? He says, Hype went to his head com uh, combined with DC gaggle. I don't really know what that means. Pretty sure I don't know what that means. 
Um, Chase Orgeron, to be fair, Chase, don't don't call your uncle Chase and say Blake Rafino's saying this stuff now. I know how he is. And then I get a call from Ed, Blake, I heard you talking about mouth. And then, you know, I got to go buy the man a damn oyster and shrimp po' boy. Don't be doing that, Chase. <laughs> Chase Orgeron says, said, said, to be fair to Miles, those two losses were on the offense. Okay. And you want to say that giving up 40-plus, 50-plus points to Alabama's on TJ? You want to say that um, giving up 49-plus or 49, 40-plus points against Auburn's all on TJ? Like, And I'm not trying to stick up for TJ, but you know what is on TJ going over 10 against Missouri? I mean, getting guys, per SEC stat cat, no other quarterback in three starts had more time in the pocket than, uh, than Miles Brennan. I didn't make that stat up up my ass now. Uh, but T- but Chase would go on to say, I really like Max, though. I like Max, too, and I think that he starts. Uh, Specman on YouTube says, Blake, one question. Do you think that after the, the first 15, 20 plays that is usually scripted, TJ seemed to struggle? I, could, I think that that's a fair point, Specman. I think it's a fair point. Uh, I mean, and, and look, too, you're... Again, you're coming off with a kid who, and I'm not trying to trash on Ponchatoula. Ponchatoula is not even close on the level, not even close to the level of uh, of training and understanding that Max Johnson got from birth. <laughs> I mean, the the dad one dad won a Super Bowl. The other one had coaches who were running the veer and went to the spread and were calling uh, 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 short side slants to the short side of the field and wondering why TJ threw it to the opposite side of the field to a guy that's wide open. I'll never forget this, and I'm not going to say the coach's name, but TJ Finley got his ass and got his ass chewed by con- for, by Coach and Ponchatoula because he didn't throw it to the receiver that they told him to throw it to. Oh, by the way, it was a touchdown because the kid was wide open. Levels of coaching, man. Levels of coaching. TJ sends us some stars on Facebook. Thanks, TJ. Uh, any news on there? No, nope. we'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Kyle says Max was 2-0. and Finley 1-2. and Max didn't have Marsh and Gilbert. Good point, but you need to chill out with the you know, some of the stuff you said earlier in the chat. Gino says, ask a student athlete, it's your choice where you go. True. Let's see. Let's get a couple more of these. Com- you know what? Let's do this because I see our good sponsor, Mr. Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. So let's do this. Let's pay some bills around here and we'll continue to go on. And just a second. And none better, as he just commented, our good friend, Mr. Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Guys, you thinking about buying a new home? <laughs> Wrong one. Guys, <laughs> I'm off of it tonight. Let me do this. I'm off. I'm not there. But we got to get to Richie Roche. I'm just not I'm not on one today. Guys, you got to get over to my good friend, over Mr. Richie Roche, over at Roche, Roche's Lawn and Landscape. If you want the best-looking yard in your neighborhood, give him a call today at 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220 because Mr. Richie Roche will do the best, the absolute best lawn and landscape for you. Again, give him a call today at 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. 
Tell him Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. And our good friend Mitchell John Patton over at Area Home Lending. If you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with uh, John from Area Home Lending today. If you mention the show, he will send his team out for that free appraisal. 225-663-2500. Tell him Blake sent you by. Guys, I'm out of it. <laughs> I get you guys get me amped up and I, I start spitting stuff and I get you know, but that's him right there, guys. Go see Richie uh, Richie from uh, Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Dude's gonna hook you up, man. And just absolutely amazing. Trent said Brennan will get the first two starts at least. Uh, then Max the Finley. I, I I don't get the comment, brother. Sorry, um, but again. If, if anybody outside of Max Johnson, barring injury, runs out there for the first game, we're in trouble. I'm telling you. Uh, Stephen Miller says, yeah, the Stingley to point return is ward out and needs to be closed. Just let him lock down one side of the field. I'm completely fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. Uh, Jeff says, I believe the kids should be able to make money from their likeness. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Brandon says, who would be your all-time LSU defensive team based on players you've watched in your lifetime. I'm not going to go through a whole list. Um, Brandon, I'll have to wait to come back to that one, bud. Uh, maybe do a segment. Um, I mean, you got to throw your Tyron Matthews, your Patrick Petersons, your Glenn Dorsey's, uh, your Andrew Whitworths, your Joe Burrows, your Clyde Edwards-Alaire's, your uh, Jeremy Hills, Leonard Fournette's. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, you, Booger McFarland's, Kevin Fox. I mean, it's a long list, dude. It's a long list. Uh, your Odell Beckhams. Could y'all imagine? Oh, shit, your Jamar Chases and Justin Jeffersons. <laughs> your uh, Devin Whites. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Oh, but you said defensive. That's my bad. You said defensive. I forgot that you said defensive. Um, we'll see. We might do a segment on that uh, soon. Tyler Cormier says, if Devontae Lee made uh, made the keep this year that everyone is saying, then I feel he would be number seven this year. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Mark says, last I checked, the Bo Pelini defense was the biggest promise LSU had, not Brennan. That's not true. That That's not true. They're not, it wasn't the biggest problem they had. LSU couldn't run the football. LSU was inconsistent when, when calling offensive plays. Guys, at one point against Missouri, they called 12 straight passing plays. And then Ty Davis-Price broke off a 38-yard run, and then they went another seven plays without running the football. Throw, 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 throw. I mean, yeah, you can blame the, the defense was horrid, but you know whose defense was also horrid? Ole Misses. And Matt Corral pretty much lit the dog shit up against Alabama. And you know what he didn't do? Go 0 for 10 on third down either. Like, and here's, a, here's, another, here's another question that I have. What does the shitty defense for LSU have to do with Miles Brennan? I get that, you, that, meant that yeah, you got to go out there and score points. It puts a lot of pressure on you. You mean Joe Burrow didn't have that in 2019 when he went up against Alabama? So then, now we're getting to a whole nother rabbit hole. Look, I get the defense was horrendous. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, is that you got to give criticism to Miles Brennan. Do, go pop in that Mississippi State film. I'm, I'm going to go watch it tonight. Go watch that Mississippi State game. 
and watch him sit back in the pocket and miss reads. Well, Blake gets his first start. Man, you've been there since the Obama administration, brother. Look, I'm not, again, I am not trying to poo-poo on Miles Brennan, but at the very end of the day, stop saying he deserves it. Guys, he doesn't. Miles Brennan deserves it. Come on now. Brandon Hollingsworth. He says, your boy loves LSU football, but I just can't get into the spring game at all. Hashtag your lanky lender. I don't really want I really can't get into it either, but you better bring your happy ass and long lanky ass to the LSU or AYS postgame show. I mean, there's not really a lot to get into, Brandon. I mean, look, you get to see some stuff. You get to see some freshmen. But the spring game really doesn't mean anything outside of Miles Brennan. <laughs> Trent says he's secretly blind and has no self-discipline. I don't know who you're talking about. Jamie says, but all you do is poo-poo on Miles Brennan. I don't, all I do is poo-poo on Miles Brennan. If it seems like that, what am I poo-pooing on Miles Brennan about? Like, what, and I'm asking, People in here that have watched this every night, what am I poo-pooing on about Miles Brennan? I've said that the kid's got an electric arm. The kid can be de- deadly accurate. But the things that he did in three games and being injured over four years does not deserve him to be the starter in next season. He should not start at UCLA unless he can really tear up practice and camps. That's not all I do. I don't turn this thing on and start shitting all over Miles Brennan. That's not what I do. Uh, Chase Orgeron says, we need to get beer one day, man. I'm not far from you. Dude, we we saw each other at Knicks. <laughs> That's how we know each other. Let's see. TJ Landry says, Stingley comment. Okay. Uh, Stefan says, hashtag ask Blake, what network will we be able to catch the spring game on? I think it's ESPN Plus, isn't it? I'm pretty sure Stefan's on ESPN Plus. TJ says, uh, hashtag ask Blake, any news on Gilbert? Just wondering what's going on with the kid. Yeah, we'll update it as we can continue to go, but uh, nothing's changed from yesterday. Quinn, what's up, Quinn? He says, my only argument with all the QB stuff is there are so many determining factors with that. Play calling, defensive calls, even slate for everyone, including Grandpa Miles. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. And look, here, here's another thing, and here's a good thing for Miles Brennan. Here we go. I'm going to say something good for Miles Brennan. Play calling is a big thing. Play calling is a huge factor. Does Miles Brennan look better in an RPO game? I mean, look, go again. If you forgot, go watch that Mississippi State film and watch the RPOs that they ran to open the game. I'm telling you, man. Like, we're praising the kid for beating Vanderbilt. This is a this has turned into a Miles Brennan show, but... You guys bring it up. I'm just bringing it up myself. Uh, David says, I'm in the max boat, but my point is, is 10.5 points per game doesn't win you games. Look, I'm the one that put that stat out there. I, I get it. And no, it doesn't. But, 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 David, to that point, TJ wasn't hurt and has more starts than Miles Brennan. Oh, uh, let's see. Kyle says Max consistently drove down the field. Brennan went for the big play. That's a good point. 
Um, Case Kenny says SEC alternate channel. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was like on the in the, in the SEC alternate channel, like the uh, no, it's not ESPN Plus. It might be on the alternate channel. Let's see here. Get a couple more, and we'll get on out of here. <laughs> uh, David says Blake, you're real, pa- real and passionate, and I always and I may not always agree with you. But I know you will give me your honest opinion, and I respect that. Man, look, I respect y'all getting on my butt, too, man. I respect y'all getting on my butt. Look, it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> not not love-hate. What A love-love relationship. You're all like my family. I said love-hate. Doesn't mean that. It's a love-love thing here. Uh, Shane says, Max starts, Miles transfers, and I think eventually Nuss will be back up to Max. He has mobility. And I feel it's a must in college and football nowadays. Uh, I love Finley's arm, but I just don't think he is mobile enough in big-time games when the pocket is collapsing and needs uh, that extra second to get the pass. Saying that, look, man, I, uh, <laughs> it's a great way to break it down, brother. It's a great way to break it down. And that's a good, that's a good opinion. Billy says, hashtag ask Blake, can you explain your beef to the local guy from three to six? Um, Billy, you've asked me this question a couple of times. Um, I believe I think you asked me this last week. Um, don't say fire the head coach when you don't have the backing to do it and the evidence to do it. Don't run out there and say that you believe something in a news article that we know has holes is in not completely factual. Uh, specifically Zach Mettenberger saying that girls don't look good and that Zach Mettenberger got kicked off the team and then went to LSU because that didn't happen. He went to Butler Community College. Um, Don't say fire coach Ed Orgeron because you wanted Tom Herman and you want a guy that you can go drink beers with at the country club. Look, I think that that the guy from three to six is, at the end of the day, a good guy. But personal agendas from local media to say fire Coach Ed Orgeron is a joke. I I believe Gloria Scott. I believe Gloria Scott. Okay. Uh, and Billy says, no, I haven't ever asked. Then somebody named Billy keeps asking me. <laughs> but, but, um, then Billy, you know what? I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, he, he came out when the Gloria Scott information first came out uh, and said fire Ed Orgeron, and then we found out it was extortion. <laughs> when you don't do have wait for due process, when you do not wait for the evidence to come out, it will bite you in the ass. And Billy says, all good, brother. Somebody named Billy keeps asking me that question, man. All good, man. I appreciate it. Robbie says, ask Blake, didn't you say you wanted Tom Herman as well? No. I don't believe. And look, even if I did, um, I don't think I did, though. I'm pretty sure I said I, I was kind of impartial. And we weren't doing shows back then. I would have to go... Look, Robbie, if you can go on Twitter or Facebook and find it, let me know. But I don't think I did. But even if even if I said I wanted Tom Herman, that doesn't mean say fire Coach Ed Orgeron for no evidence, though. 
I'm not saying fire Orgeron. Uh, Stephen Miller says, amazing how the, that story from the BRPD uh, vanished into air when the facts came out. When you don't wait, when you don't wait for evidence to come out, people just, I don't know. All right, guys, we're going to get on out of here. Again, no show tomorrow. We might not do a Sunday morning show. We might just wait uh, until the, um, and for, for the post-game show, the spring post-game show. We might just do that. But until then, guys, we will see you soon. Y'all have a good night. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.